Hey guys, uh, a very morning from Tokyo here. Uh, so I, I tried, uh, it's like sunny day nice and it's my holiday. I got a lot of stuff to do uh, otherwise. So I just want to try on this podcast. This will be my first one, which I'll be posting in. Because last two, three days I've been trying to create podcast. But, you know, kind of, I love it. I'm right on my bed. I can, I can be anywhere, you know. I don't need to be dressed up for the camera. I can be anywhere open the app and bam so i just downloaded this app on the ipad because my iphone is already you know broken but uh i want to just you know give some views on uh, bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies and how they will change the existing financial systems as we know it like think about this you know probably most of uh, you guys in the academy they you guys have a bank account uh, however you know, this blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is for the masses. I mean, of course, you can be involved in this, but it is for everybody to use where you have no boundaries. And that's very important. The other day I was, you know, reading uh, World Bank data that there are more than 20% of unbanked adults which receive wages or government transfers in cash. And many people in developing countries pay bills and school fees in cash. Pretty much how they live is all cash-based society. And thinking about that, at this moment, there are about 2 billion people on this planet which cannot have a bank account. And, you know, not having bank account, you can have many reasons for, you know, some of us, it might be just because uh, we just distrust the banking system due to rampant uh, corruption that is existing here. Uh, there could be a lack of access to banking system due to remote location, people living in, you know, who can't really reach, who don't have good transportation in their countries to reach the bank and then you have minimum balance fees which is a great turn off you know there there are people who make like a dollar a day bare minimum and you don't expect those people to hold minimum balance of three four hundred or five hundred dollars whatever every bank has a different limit and and in spite of the fact that even some people who you know maintain minimum balance the bank will find those people if they go below those uh, that limit so that's kind of weird and also, so many people don't have a government-issued ID. Let's say you have immigrant or it can be so many reasons you're not having an ID. Okay, because government IDs are becoming standard for opening bank accounts. Then then you consider the other day when I, I posted that uh, Hacker Loon uh, link. It was about, you know, people in zones where like war zones or where natural calamities are there. People don't have access to banking systems. And then, you know, even with the banking system, there are other issues. Like what happened in India uh, when the new government came in. Uh, this is their second term, but the first time when they came in, uh, they demonetized all the existing currency notes. And during that time, almost 100 people lost their lives. Not because they didn't have money. They did, they did have money, but it was worth nothing, you know. They announced that tonight, midnight, four hours from now, all the currency that you hold will be worthless. Some places were accepting somewhere not and you know even few died lining up in bank banks there were huge queues i remember going to india and there were huge queues in banks where you had to stand for five six hours in heat and and people died standing in the queues so if you think about it, governments and the financial institutions like bankers don't really give a fuck about people you know they are there for their own good making money and they don't they don't really give a shit so, considering, you know, I live in Japan and uh, 
Withdrawing my own money after 8 p.m. at track surcharge of about $2. Well, it's not even in trust on my total annual pay. I mean, consider that. You know, some, some banks is like, you know, $1.5. Some it's two ten or it depends. But on an average, let, let's say it's $2. Now, if I wanted to borrow same mo uh, money from the same bank, all right, they will charge me 14 to 18% interest on the money that I borrow from them. On the money which, personally, they don't own, and most probably most of the loans given by banks they don't even you know have that money banks generally tend you know lend 10 times the amount of money they have right and every time a bank collapses the government is there to save them so so for me you know bitcoin change it all and that is all you see like that's why you know uh, governments are trying to ban cryptocurrencies and bitcoin I mean, China has banned Bitcoin like thousand times in the last one year. It it is it is something you can't ban at all. People don't realize it, but the news itself, you know, uh, makes people fud. And then, apart from that, so banking system is on one side. The other side is the ICOs. I know, you know, I got burned in ICOs. A lot of people did get burned in ICOs. However, you know, something about ICOs which I find very good is. You know, suddenly you don't have to, if you're a startup, new startup, and you have a great idea, you just don't need to go to the banks to get loans and apply and paperwork and stuff. You make a website, throw in your white paper. If the people like it, people will invest in, on, in your idea, and you can raise millions within days rather than going through the whole procedure of banking, right, or getting loans. And... Uh, you know, startups did, you know, well, the reason why ICOs fail, most of the ICOs fail, like imagine, you know, some newbie comes up with an idea and it is a good idea. It's a brilliant idea, but they get financed $400 million within a week. That's what happened in ICOs. Now, what are they going to do? They're going <laughs> to party, right? I mean, that's a huge amount of money for a startup. And that is where we made mistake and we are learning from the technology. It's still new and we're still learning. But think about that that you could actually this technology exists for escrows or smart contracts wherein you can trickle down the money to the startups every month or based on vote where you know people you know smart contracts are programmable you can program anything so you can basically say okay 10 percent a month goes to the startup and depending on what the outcome of their project is how they're you know uh if they're doing well, we're going to release 10% 10, 10 more payment to them. Stuff like that. That is very important. So, this is just an experiment stage. Uh, and people will get burnt more like the DAO attack starting from DAO, when Ethereum and ETC, you know, uh, they uh, went different ways. And I think for more important for me is people doing due diligence or research on whatever projects they want to put money in okay and to be honest we all fail I have failed so many times in my life it's like fucking hilarious right so failures we are learning from the failures from the DAO attack or the 51% attack or you know from ICO failures we're learning from that and then you have STOs which came out so for me I compare crypto or blockchain with internet you know remember when you had internet the first time in your lives or even you know and used to have dial-up connections 
and let's say the first time you use your credit card on the internet it was not that easy it took me time it took me years to first time actually put my credit card number on the internet because it was scary enough right personally for me it was and now everything we shop is using credit cards online so it is just the beginning you know and as i mentioned uh, before we are very early in this space give it time study the technology educate yourself and uh, definitely you know blockchain will and cryptocurrencies that will be used in the future for sure so and uh, that's it guys that's it from me <laughs>